Good evening, TDN listeners. Welcome to this week in interview. I'm your host, Anthony Drago. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to be with you on a Wednesday. I, I look forward to it every, every week. Wednesday being the highlight of my, of my, of my week. Uh, as you know from last week, uh, we, we announced a series of interviews with women of, of workers. Women of workers, or more specifically, um, the, the, the women who are candidates for the United Workers Party in the upcoming election. And so, I wanted to have a series of them. I wanted to, ha to, to, to emphasize the full impact of these women on, on Dominican politics, on leadership as a whole. And so, I organized to interview all five of them in a row, and I call it my WOW series, Women of Workers series. Tonight, we have Rosanna Emanuel. I'm going to have a conversation with her. Um, and, and I know it's going to be a, a wonderful um, conversation. She's going to go first in, in the WOW series. But before I start, I always do the character command theme. But even before that, I'd like to tell you welcome. And I'd like to tell you that I appreciate your, you participating uh, every Wednesday and be, being a regular listener. And if tonight is going to be the first time that you, that you hear the program, I would like to tell you I'm happy to have you. I am very happy to have you. And um, I hope that you will become a regular listener as well. Let's do the CARICOM anthem, and I'll be right back. From many distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in change. Through battles waged and fought, through victory and pain, by test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us. The heroes of lands in the sun We vow to join hands and to focus On building one Caribbean Raise your voices high Sing of your Caribbean pride Sing it loud and strong Feel our hearts beat as one TDN Radio, we play the hits and wicked old school jams to bring back memories. memories. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for staying through the break. You know, every, every time we play the Caricom Anthem, there's a lot of folks who say that the only time they hear the Caricom Anthem is, is when they, we play it, I play it on this week in interview. 
but it, it's my aspiration to see the Caribbean as one as one nation. And so every week I continue to play the Caricom anthem, even if right now I don't have a lot of hope or aspiration for the Caricom as it exists. But as Caricom people, I definitely um, look forward to the day when we'll be one Caribbean nation. So right now we turn our attention to what I know you all been waiting for, um, Ms. Rosanna Emanuel. Uh, my guest, she's joining me. Well, I thought she was joining me from Dominica, but from what she tells me, she's she's on the road, she's traveling, and so I I really appreciate the fact that even if she's traveling, she's making the time to to be on this weekend interview. Uh, Rosanna, welcome to this weekend interview. It's a pleasure to have you. I hope this is not going to. Be, I'm going to say this first. I hope this is not going to be your last time. But definitely, uh, I, I am very excited to have you. I'm very excited to have you on. So, so good night and, and a warm welcome to this weekend interview. Thank you, Tori. Um, good night. Good night. It's night time. Yes, um, it's my pleasure being on this weekend interview. As you said, I am on the road, but I made a commitment to do the show tonight. So I was going to stick to my commitment. That's what you do. You make a commitment to stick to it. No, and I'm very happy because you know I posted on Facebook that you were going to be my guest, and I didn't realize um, how much of a, of a superstar, a celebrity that you are. I got some rave reviews. So I was, I'm very happy to have you because a lot of your fans would be disappointed. They're very excited to, 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 to be with you. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to, to start off um, by asking you to introduce yourself, tell them who you are. Before I do that though, I want to let listeners know that this, this conversation is being carried live on Facebook. So we are on Facebook live right now on, um, on, TDN Radio's Facebook page, as well as this week in interview page. Uh, Rosanna, I don't know if you if you have the ability to share it on um, on United Workers Party page as well. But definitely, we, our conversation is live on um, on TDN Radio page, Facebook page, as well as this week in interview. So let, let me have you introduce yourself to to the audience. Let, tell them who you are. Give them a little bit of a background. Um, of, of who Mr. Manuel is. Okay, so before I do that, I would like to say good night to the people of the Petit Savan constituency, for those who are listening via the internet, and to Team Dominica, my colleagues in Team Dominica, um, especially my women colleagues, you know, it's always great. Monel, Annette, Sika, Ernie and myself. We're all the fabulous five. And a special good evening to our party leader, Honorable Lennox Linton, Deputy Leader Josh, and all the other um, candidates. Um, Tony, it's a pleasure to be here this evening. And thank you for telling me I have the fans, but it's a movement, and I'm very happy that people are joining the movement. We are encouraged by that, and look forward to hearing what we have to say, because we're stick on issues, and that's it. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. A little bit about me. Um, with a background that is consistently characterized by committed devotion and to cultural um, candidates, yeah. and a desire to serve. Thank you for telling me. I think you have. Are you, are you playing the interview in your background? It's coming out live. 
No, it's not. I'll check it. Okay, you check don't it. have it playing in your background. Okay. No. Okay, it's good now. Go ahead. Okay, so as I was saying, with a background that is consistently characterized by committed devotion to country and a desire to serve, advance, and improve the lives of the people of the Petit Savant constituency and Dominica by large, the decision was made to run for public office to serve in the highest office in the land, the Parliament of the Commonwealth of Dominica. I am a public health specialist by training with over a decade of professional experience in the health field. I am well equipped to bring to bear all these years of experience as a member of Team Dominica, United Workers Party, the team that will rescue Dominica from the economic, political, and social morass that now plagues the country. I was born and raised in the village of Petit Savannah. I have always had a deep love for my community and people, and I was educated at the Petit Savannah Primary School and then at the Dominica Grammar School. Um, inspired by the ideals of honesty and integrity of Rosie Douglas and Ketchels, and a burning commitment to social justice, I was involved in the youth wing of the Dominican Labour Party in the 1990s and was part of the movement that helped Urban Baron win the Petit Seven constituency in two consecutive elections. Uh, my educational background um, is I left Dominica to further my education in the United States and I attained a bachelor's degree, double majors in international business and management from Northwood University. And I graduated from Florida International University with a master of public health degree, specializing in health promotion and disease prevention. On completion of my MPH degree, I was employed for more than a decade at Ross University School of Medicine in Dominica as the director of clinical and community affairs. Throughout my professional working life, I have demonstrated the aptitude to work with people at all levels. In the last 10 years, I have been involved in advocacy work at a senior level on some of the fundamental health challenges that Dominica currently faces. And much of my professional life have been spent on a crusade to advance the knowledge of public health in order to improve the health of the general population. So, with a strong background in effectively facilitating community outreach activities, community health awareness, and events coordination all over the country for many years, combined with a high level of emotional intelligence that facilitates everything that I do, I am confident in my ability to significantly benefit Dominica. All right. Thank you so much for that, that comprehensive um, introduction uh, i think i think it um it it spells to your like you said your organization your your ability to to put your thoughts together and present it uh it, you spoke about your qualifications your education um and there's a few things that we will talk about as you go on there because interestingly i heard you mention that you were part of the Dominican Labour Party um, youth arm. So, so we will talk about that. But, but I want to, you to spend a little more time talking about your motivation. What, what motivated you to offer yourself to serve at the parliamentary level, to, to basically decide to run for elections so that if you're given the opportunity, you can represent your people in Parliament. What's your motivation for that? Okay. Um, 
Tony, my professional life has taken me from the country and beyond. And while all of this has been going on, I have never lost touch with my community and the people of Petit Savan. And I follow in the passage of Tropical Storm Erica and Hurricane Maria. Um, I answered the call when I served as a volunteer on the Petit Savan Resettlement Committee and was instrumental in coordinating the food and housing needs for the people of the Petit, of Petit Savan who were displaced. And Petit Savan is just one community within the constituency. Right. So in many ways, I have spent um, much of my working life preparing for this moment. Um, given my background as a public health specialist and my unswerving commitment and dedication to the advancement of Dominica, particularly in the health field, a love for my country, it was only natural that I made that progression into the political arena. But what motivated me was a large part of being the candidate of any constituency is that you meet people from the different communities and you listen to a varied collection of visions and ideas, their plans about their plans and future for their constituency. And for me, it was a reinforcement of what I already knew and believe, which is that the Petit Savant constituency is made up of energetic, progressive, generous, and imaginative people with great potential. But most of all, I'm Tony. We were confronted with, uh, with we are, and I shouldn't say were, because it's still going on. We are confronted with the decrease of living standards and public services, growing job insecurity and housing issues. The constituents, constituents of my community, of my Petit Savan, are under a growing strain. Um, young people are held back by lack of opportunities, unemployment, lack of sporting facilities, lack of cultural activities, technical skills training, families are held back from the life that they would want to live and used to live, and challenged with continuous interference in our public services that are prevented from delivering the services they employ to provide. Mm -hmm. Constituents are not able to progress because of low wages and job security, and our small business owners within the constituency are not able to grow the businesses, and on a daily basis, we are asking them to do more with less. So, but I, mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry, finish that, you can finish your thought. But I have also listened to the pleas and cries of those who are less optimistic, and I have seen the plight of my people. However, in walking through the constituency, before I made the final decision, um, people's dreams, their motivations, their passions, it came shining through. And what I want the constituency to know is that with the constituents, we will work for that kind of real change that Team Dominica will bring about. And so I am standing for my constituents and its residents to ensure that we bring real change and we restore livelihoods in the Petit Savant constituency. All right. So I, I, I want to spend some time talking about this Petit Savant constituency. This Petit Savant constituency is a special constituency in Dominica. The reason why I say it's special is because um, those of us who, who are familiar with the effect of Tropical Storm Erica, Tropical Storm Erica really devastated um, the village of Petit Savan, um, Bagatelle, and, and, and so on, Font Saint-Jean. We, we, and so much so that they had to be relocated, which means that 
it's almost like people starting again. Pilot Seven was almost a trailer to what happened with Hurricane Maria two years later. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that that means that your constituency has special needs, maybe even more urgent needs than than the than the rest of the country. And so, in in terms of your candidacy, what what are the urgent and the priority areas um, that, that you would hit the ground running to address uh, as part of the new government that would take over in Dominica after the next election? Well, um, I think like every other constituency, we all have our own needs. And in developing my platform for the constituency as to what their needs were, I actually, it is, I listened to the voices of the people. It was a compilation of the voices, the farmers I spoke to, the church leaders, the small business owners, the teachers, the police officers, the young people, the bus drivers, the school children, the vulnerable, basically every segment of the constituency that I spoke to that allowed me into their homes and lives. You know, discussing their concerns and disappointments generated the ideas, their joys and also their sorrows. Um, I took all of that together to develop my platform because one of the reasons you can effectuate change, Tony, is that you have to go into people's homes. You literally have to go to somebody's house or, and home to see how they're living. You cannot effectuate change from a policy standpoint up in an office if you do not walk into people's home and see how they live and see what their needs are. I can sit down at a ministry and decide the petit servant constituency needs housing and maybe what they actually need is healthcare. But I went into people's home to discover exactly what their needs are. And so I had conversations with people. I sat down with people. They gave me, as I said, their joys, their sorrows, their concerns, their disappointments. They told me what they needed, not what they wanted, what they needed to move the constituency forward. And of course, to improve their lives. So within that, I developed a four-pillar platform okay. to to move the constituency, constituency forward. And I use the um, SDG goals, which is the Sustainable Development Goals, um, which is a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that all people enjoy peace and prosperity. And so I took all of those ideas, all of those concerns, the disappointments, and then I turned it into a four-pillar platform. So basically, my platform for the constituency is anchored within the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, and it is consistent with the United Workers Team Dominica Overall Development Plan for Dominica. And so we have concerns, and we have priorities, and it's everything. We have priorities in terms of agriculture, infrastructure, empowerment, social protection, and I, I termed it that way because within social protection, you have the issues such as health, um, empowerment, you have technical skills, you have education. So it's a uh, many issues <laughs> were brought to the forefront. And so it wasn't like I could just say, okay, it's agriculture alone, so I believe agriculture. I had to get them into a four pillar platform and then decide this is what the issues. Now in terms of priority, when we get into office, I will then go back to the people 
and find out and have a discussion with them, town hall meetings, one-on-one, -on -one, which, what do you think is your most urgent need? So if 50% say agriculture, but 85% say social protection, I will go with what matters to the people. It's not what I want, it's what the people want. And, and so, it's not so one, repeat, it's what the people need. Just to repeat, the four pillars of your platform is agriculture, infrastructure, infrastructure. empowerment, mm -hmm. and social protections. Yes. Okay. Now in agriculture, uh, I know Pidit Savan, um, what, what are the major agricultural activities in, 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 in Pidit Savan and how? Well, um, first of all, agriculture is a major driver or major pillar of the national economy. Mm -hmm. And this will be forever. Agriculture is our first culture. Its contribution to the nation's food security has always been a priority occupation and will continue to be so for years to come. So the form of livelihood that has sustained in the district, which has allowed this district to produce prominent sons and daughters, uh, we have fishing, we have bay, we have farming, organic farming. So we have different, and each of these different communities within the constituency have different agricultural niches that they are good at. So agriculture is in our blood, and so it must be a priority on the agenda of anyone who wants to represent the Petits of constituency. Right. And just for clarification, when you say bay, you're talking about um, bay oil and, and, and so bay on. Bay oil, which is, yes. Which is an bay oil, the bay oil industry. Yes, essential. the bay oil industry, the fishing industry, farming. Yeah. So basically what we are going to do for the Petit Savan constituencies that we are going to restore the livelihoods of the Petit Savan people. We are going to empower them so they become more sustainable, so they don't have to depend on cool-outs or handouts. They're able to get up in the morning, either go to their farms, go to their, if they're fishing, if they have their small businesses, whatever it is that they are good at, we are going to work with them and ensure that they do this. Because people like to be empowered. People don't like to depend on people for handouts, we need to give people back their dignity and restore their livelihoods through these pillars that I have mentioned for my constituency. Uh, and uh, those uh, pillars are not mm -hmm. Go ahead. This, and those pillars are not different from the national platform. Eh? The national platform, a lot of this agriculture, infrastructure, empowerment, social protection. And, and wrong Dominica, I mean, I'm, I'm highlighting my constituency, but I've also had the opportunity to go wrong Dominica in different constituencies with my fellow candidates. And the needs are basically the same. I mean, different niches, but the needs are just the same. Right. Now, for those of you who joined a little bit um, after we started, I, um, um, my guest tonight is Ms. Rosanna Emanuel. Rosanna is the candidate for the United Workers Party, uh, who is the opposition party in Dominica at the moment. So she is a candidate for the Pidit Savan constituency. Pidit Savan constituency is located in the south of, of Dominica. And um, she is my first guest in what I, am, I have dubbed my WOW series. WOW because when I read the credential of the women, who have put themselves up to go for the United Workers Party, I am impressed. I am impressed by their, by their breadth of, of, of training, their, their, their preparedness, um, the strength of, of their conviction. And you know, I, I will take a little moment to talk about my inspiration for doing that. 
I, I, I came across uh, a publication that was, that indicated that, that basically, um, human beings are doing themselves a disservice by automatically promoting men into the position of leadership. Um, because study after study shows that women who are given the opportunity to lead, um, outperform their male counterparts. And, 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 and it also, we also make it very difficult for, for the women to, to rise to, to leadership and easier for men. And so the idea is not to make it easier for women, but make it a little bit more challenging for men to, to, uh, to ascend to leadership so that there is more of an equal opportunity. And when I looked at the, the slate of candidates that, ha, uh, slate of candidates that, um, the United Workers Party had, had put forward, I decided that I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to do a series with these women. So, so, uh, we are at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to take a, a very quick break, um, to hear from one of our sponsors. And when I come back, I'm going to talk to Miss Emmanuel. I'm going to talk to Rosie about what she thinks her, her decision to step forward in a leadership position. What impact is that going to have? on the role of women, on the inspiration of young girls. So stay tuned and we'll be, we'll be right back. Alright listeners, welcome back. Um, as I was saying before the break, uh, we, my guest tonight on this week in interview is Miss Rosanna Emanuel, affectionately known by her, by her fans as Rosie. And, um, she is joining me. She's on the road, I think, tonight. She's actually in St. Kitts, and she joined me on, on air um, from St. Kitts, and we're talking to her about her candidacy um, for, for the upcoming elections in Dominica. And um, she was explaining so far, we've spoken about her, her platform. She said that her platform... Uh, has four pillars, agriculture, which is um, fishing, bay industry, um, and, and, and regular farming, food security, infrastructure, and we know that Pidit Savan constituency suffered greatly um, this last time from, from, our, from Tropical Storm Erika. That was like two years before, two years before Hurricane Maria. Pidit Savan suffered from, from, from a devastation of tropical storm Erika. And so we, I, I'm, I'm trying to get back on, on Facebook Live, so bear with me a little bit. But what we, what happened is that she, she has identified those needs and, and those needs have informed her platform. Uh, of what she is going to do as a representative for the Pidid Savan constituency. And so we, 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 I want to talk to her about women in leadership. This is, this is one of the, one of the reasons why I, I am doing this, um, this program called the WOW series is the, the women who are going to run for the United Workers Party, they, there's five of them, and, and I call it the, the WOW 
women five of these days Rosanna Emanuel is Annette Sanford there is Francisca Joseph and there is Monel and um, and Ernie Lawrence who is going up for the for the Casabras constituency and so Rosanna who has a training in public health put herself up for for election I'm going to take another quick break let's play a little music and when I come back we will be joined by her There is no money staying in the in country, at all. which takes me to the point that our systems are broken. It's our systems broken. are fragmented, and that therein lies the challenge. And I don't think people are understanding fully the impact of foreign influence in our political system you know, here in Dominica. The clip that I just played is... Um, Actually, Rosie, on a, on a program earlier where she was talking about um, the role that money is playing in our politics. Okay, I'm back. I don't know. I have some internet issue. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so let's, ru- let's go right back into it. We lost so much time. Um, no, we're continuing. Okay. So, so Rosie, before the break, you, you were talking about the... Um, the four pillars of your platform. And I said, when I come back, I want to talk to you about the role of women in leadership and, and, and that. But let, let's expand, let's spend a couple of minutes and expand, um, a little bit more on, on some of your pillars. If you want to expand a little more on agriculture, go ahead and any of the other pillars as well. Because I think that's the most important part of your campaign is to, is to let your, your people understand what it, what is it that you plan to do for them and how you plan to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, agriculture, as you know, is a major pillar of any economy. And every community, no matter what, big or small, has some type of agricultural niche going on, whether it's backyard, whether it's fishing, farming. There's always some type of agriculture going on in every constituency in this country. But in Petit Savan, um, agriculture has not been given the type of priority that has need, it is needed under this government. And that is where I, I, I fall. And I don't think we should blame it on Hurricane Maria or um, Tropical Storm Erica, because Tropical Storm Erica happened in 2015. And in the 2017-2018 budget, um, there was no special allowances for all um, farming, essential oils, and fishing, which is in the Petit Savan district. So we cannot be satisfied with this type of neglect. And as a representative of this constituency, I will work to see that one of the major setbacks to farming, which is accessible financing, is available to all. So I will ensure that um, we get into agricultural farming and fishing activities is what my community is known for. And one of the things I would like to see is a line of credit that could be given to farmers 
and the fishing industry. So you could also set those conditions that makes it affordable based on the borrower's production capacity and not based, not laced with any red tape as exists today. So there will be an increase in the number of technical support given to our producers. So for example, for our farmers, we will ensure that we have more extension officers to work closely with farmers and fishers at all times because the foresteria and store is fishing. We will have better farm access so that more produce can be moved from farm to market and concessions on transportation facilities available to all farmers. We will have more climate smart agricultural practices which will be introduced. Farming will be highlighted as a business instead of a monotonous means to an end. And farmers will be encouraged and assisted in the use of more upgraded farming practices such as greenhouses, organic farming, etc. So these are some of the um, things I would do within my constituency. We will also secure markets, both locally and overseas. We would develop those markets and we would ensure that all produce of our local producers are absorbed by the local merchants before the same produce is sourced from outside. So what we would do is we will promote a buy local first. And we will also explore agro-processing and undertake um, small processing activities to engage our youth and women in cottage type agro-processing such as the cassava industry. And basically under Team Dominica United Workers Party, with me as the representative for the Petit Sovereign constituency, there will be no time for lip service, it's action. And we cannot advance ourselves if the supporting environment and conditions are not put in place. So in order for the constituents of my constituency, which I'm vying to represent, to thrive and survive, we have to ensure that the enable environments and conditions are put in place. So Petit Savan is known for essential oils, bay oil. Mm -hmm. Petit Savan has been the biggest producer of the bay oil industry, pre-Maria, pre-Erica, Tropical Storm Erica. That was a $4 million industry. At that time, um, Dominica would export 85 barrels of oil. After Petit Sovereign, that would have been Delicis was the second um, producing, largest producer after Petit Sovereign. Um, Bay is now on the market. Bay oil is on the market for $120 a pound of oil. So I cannot afford the bay oil industry to go under. I mean, bay oil sent me to school, Tony. Yep. You know, and I'm not the only one. Um, they all send a lot of our doctors, teachers, nurses to school. So we need to work with the Dominica Essential Oil Cooperatives to reestablish that sector and bring it back to pre-Erica levels and beyond. Because the market for Bay is lucrative and we cannot allow ourselves to be out of it for too long. Right. So I want our Bay farmers to know that um, Finance will be made available to assist, produce, to assist the producers in getting the steels back into operation and technical support will be available to assist in that process. And the Essential Oils Cooperative will get its, all the support it requires from me as the representative on the Team Dominican. Let me ask you a question about B. How, how, how um, vibrant has the plants, the bay trees, um, recovered after, after the devastation of the storm? 
um, do the farmers need um, assistance in that, or is it growing back naturally? Well, it would be nice to to go on a bay rehabilitation program. Mm. And as I, I think, as far as I'm aware, the essential oil cooperatives are propagating um, propagating plants in Pongkasi and some other community. Okay. I think Concord, which will be trans given to farmers to transplant, will be so they can transplant to Pitik Savan and the odd Bailey and beyond. To reestablish the stands, okay. To, yes, to reestablish it. But um, it is a multi-million enterprise. And we cannot give up on it. Right. And 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 we have to work to ensure that this enterprise is back on its feet. The assistance for bay farmers have not been forthcoming, as it should be. Pre post post tropical storm Erica and post tropical storm Maria, and bay oil is has money. And, and this also, is how people. This is how people in Pitit Savan built their homes. And also with bay oil, it's easy for, it seems like it's easier for women to participate in, in agriculture, in that type of industry than in the traditional, um, more banana intensive, that's, a, that's my impression. I mean, what I would like to see for our bay farmers to do is, imagine you're a bay farmer and that's what you do all your life. So you farm, and then you get old, you advance in age, and you can no longer farm your land. What I would like to see is where we have a pension plan for our bay farmers. Right. So when they sell their oils, you keep a portion of that for them in a pension scheme. I would also like to see insurance for our bay farmers because you're farming. You can get hurt at any time. Right. And, and these are the... So you harvest the, the bay, you bring it down to the distillery. It's the other benefits that we should work with is when a bay farmer retires. Because basically, if you're a bay farmer and you get when you're I think we're still having internet issues. You're cutting in and out. Um, yeah, so so we 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 have we have communication challenges. Um, I'm going to see if I can raise Rosanna on the phone. Um, I will have to use WhatsApp because she's not in Dominica, so it would be an expensive call. It would be an expensive phone call to her. Um, but let me see if I can raise her on, on WhatsApp because um, her internet connection where she is in the hotel in St. Kitts looks like it's, it's on the weak side. Uh, are you back, Rosanna? Rosanna, are you back? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Tony? I can hear you, yes. I can hear you now. Oh. Okay. You look like we have internet issues. Um, Okay, so uh, yeah, go ahead. these are some of the things that I would like to see happen. Rosanna, I, I want to try to call you on WhatsApp. I think the internet is not the best. I think I'm, I'm going to try to call you on WhatsApp and see if we'll get a better connection. Hmm? I 
said, I'm, going saying, to, I'm going to try to call you on WhatsApp and see if we get a better connection there. My internet keeps dropping. If you can hear me, pick up your phone. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Internet seems to be. If you can hear me, Rosanna, can you hear me? I'm trying to call you on WhatsApp. Let's see if we get a better connection on WhatsApp. Okay. I'm not even getting you. Why yeah, are the, you? The call is not coming on WhatsApp? No, I'm going to. Okay, but I'm hearing you now, so let's try Let's try to see if we can continue. If not, uh, the internet is not the best at this hotel. It keeps dropping, yeah, so I'm um, not but, but, but let's see. Let's see if it, if it gets better. Um, before before we if we have to end prematurely, I wanted you to talk a little bit about women in leadership in in politics and, and what it means to you um, as stepping forward for in that role and and the impact it would have on on women in leadership in Dominica. Well, um, women in in leadership, women roles. I mean. And there, Anthony, there is the UN Sustainable Development Goals, mm -hmm. which is the blueprint and the roadmap to achieving a better and more sustainable future for everyone. Um, is made up of 17 goals, and one of those goals within the UN Sustainable Goals Development Goals is speaks to goal number five speaks to the achieving gender equality and empowering all women and girls. And more specifically, 5.5, which ensures women's full, effective, and equal opportunities for leadership at all levels of decision-making in political, social, economic, and public life. So basically, women's engagement is crucial, and it is important to recognize that women are not a standardized group, depending on whether women are young, or old, educated or uneducated, whether they live in rural or urban areas, women have very different life experiences that lead to different priorities and needs. And as a woman who's elected, if I'm elected to the parliament of Dominica, or when I am, I will ensure that women's issues or rights are at the forefront of any agenda on the United Workers Party, Team Dominica. It is critical for the development of inclusiveness, responsive and transparent democracies, and within a Team Dominica United Workers Party government, we will ensure that the voices of women will be heard. And as you know, this fabulous five, mm -hmm. the five of wow, us. Right? <laughs> the wow. Mm -hmm. So people might be wondering, well, why women in politics? And I, I, do, I think you remember um, Kofi Annan, who as the seventh secretary um, general of the United Nations, you know, and he clearly stated that study after study has taught us that there is no tool for development more effective than the empowerment of women. No other policy is as likely to raise economic productivity or to reduce child and maternal mortality. And when you talk about women, we're invested. We talk about nutrition, promoting health, the prevention of diseases. And so therefore, no other policy is as powerful in increasing the chances of education for the next generation than having women at the helm of that. And I think you remember Magdalene Albright, who was also um, a United States Secretary General 
United States Secretary of State under Bill Clinton, when she said that the world is wasting a precious resource in the dramatic underrepresentation of women in leadership positions, often resulting in the exclusion of women's talent and skills in political life. So for me, it is important that men and women legislators work together to solve the many problems that we have in Dominica. And in order to meet the worldwide development goals and to build strong, sustainable democracies, women must be encouraged, empowered, and supported in becoming strong political and community leaders. And that's one of the things I like about Team Dominica and the leadership of Lennox Linton. Mm -hmm. He embraced that, and he said, "Look, I have. To, we have to be able to have get more women on our team." And he did. So he has five of us, and we will be fighting for employment, recognition, and equality. And in Dominica, we are also not different than other women. We also have to raise our children of tomorrow. So uh, the need for economic and social dimension of gender balance is very important in policy making and business leaders have become increasingly prominent business leadership so the various initiatives and undertaking and actions we will undertake we will undertake as a Team Dominica United Workers Party will ensure that women are at the forefront. And we need to ensure that one of the things I would like to see as well is that um, more women representation in local and, and national governance. And, but I think one of the challenges that women face, um, Anthony, is that um, women avoid politics because of negative impact. Negative we worry. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, we worry about the negative impact that we have on our families. And men don't have that concern. Somehow, men never have the concern of negative impact. But um, women do. And I remember when I made the decision to represent the servant constituency on the team Dominic UWTGIT. While I was happy, my family supported the decision which was a tough one, they were also concerned. And I can speak for the other fabulous four who are not here, Monel, Sika, Ernie, and Annette. We all shared the same feeling. But what we did as women is that we prepared our families for the inevitable. And we've all been attacked. Right. And stories have been told about us. And I'm sure it will continue during the election season. But you know what, Tony? We are better examples for our children, sisters, young women on how they can triumph over schoolyard, I call it workplace gossip and attack and bullying, and how we as women overcome such assaults. So we have made a decision on the Team Dominica United Workers political platform is that there's good news for the people out there. We are not going to denigrate anyone. We are going to handle all of the electoral attacks by letting everyone know that our lives are defined by us and we won't allow anyone to prove their own lives. We will not let our political opponents, opponents define us or frighten us into not being ourselves. Our past may shape us, but it doesn't define us. So rather than engage with our opponents' attacks against we the fabulous five women of Team Dominica directly, we won't allow them to undercut our authority and downplay our intelligence 
by their personal attacks against us. The attacks are not very convincing. So what we know is that our voices of the Fabulous Five are making them uncomfortable. And we are not playing politics. We have decided to serve our country on a national level, and we intend to do so through sacrifice, selflessness, and service. We are simply imploring for the future of our country with avid passion. And I don't know recently, if you are listening to Greta Thunberg, the climate activist, young lady, young child, about 16 years, and I know um, when she made her presentation at the UN, some people went at her, you know, and she made this statement, and I totally agree with her. She said, when haters go after your looks and difference, it means that they have nowhere left to go, and then you know you're winning. So, Sika Monel, Ernie, and Annette, what we really care about is the fact that the decrease of living standards, the job insecurity, the housing issues, the lack of opportunities for our young people, the unemployment, lack of sporting facilities, and the list goes on, Tony, of all the different issues that face our country. And so what we will do is that as women, when we're elected, our voices will be heard, and we want the citizens of our beautiful country to know that we will review and put policies in place to deal with the systemic challenges in the fields of health, welfare, labor, education, agriculture, social protection, infrastructure programs, culture, and most importantly, gender equity. That is something that is not given a lot of play, gender equity and children. And if you give me some time, I can expand on that if you have any other questions. Right ahead. I, I, I am sitting here amazed <laughs> at your eloquence and how prepared you are to respond to that question of, of the role of women in leadership. Well, if you ask any of my um, my fellow, co my other colleagues, Monel, I will give you a chance to ask them, believe me. I have, I they will also tell you that I'm a passionate, I'm, I'm very avid about women and issues. So, um, some of the things we will do when we get into office is that um, Team Dominica will strengthen the partnership between the Legal Aid Clinic and the Ministry of Gender Affairs to deal with child maintenance issues. As you know, currently, a uh, mom who's not getting support from a father for her child, if she goes to the courts with him, only gets $75 a week. Mm. You know, it's not a lot. So we will review that. We will ensure that adequate finance and human resources will be in place in these departments to ensure that the needs of vulnerable women are well catered to. We will also strengthen the partnership between the Gender Affairs and National Development Foundation of Dominica. A special facility for single women to access small business loans at very low interest rates will be created and administered by the NDFB after assessment for qualification by the NDFB and Ministry of Gender Affairs. We will also create a partnership between the Welfare Division and the Gender Affairs, which will empower the Welfare Division to make decisions concerning the most vulnerable women, give them the autom autonomy to employ the most competent staff and provide staff with better remuneration. You mean there will be no blue clinic? <laughs> there will be no blue clinic. Okay. 
it is assistance will be administered through the welfare division. Through the, through the departments of governments, which have been created and set up. Yeah. You put back the power, the, 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 you put back the power in the hands of the different departments within the ministry. That's what they were set up to do. Right. It's not supposed to have any other parallel yeah, um, I, 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 I interrupted you there because I was very happy to hear you talk about the welfare division getting right. involved in administering assistance. But, but go right. ahead. And, and the other thing is, when welfare officers um, visit, they do field visits, um, sometimes they have to curtail their field visits because they have reached their travel allowance threshold. So what we will do, we'll put a new policy that will allow a welfare officer to travel anytime a report is made. We have to take care of our families. Abuse of women can be physical and emotional, and it affects the entire family circle. So we will provide a special clinic for rehabil rehabilitation and support for battered women and battered men. No longer will a battered individual be left on their own without forcing them to go back into an abused relationship. We will also train more police officers in dealing with reports of domestic violence and sensitize them towards the needs of such vulnerable persons. Selected officers will work with the Women's Bureau, where gender affairs, legal aid clinic, and welfare division to combat domestic violence. So many times we on our platform stocking and which we, we have to talk about all of the different economic activities we are going to generate. But we also have to talk about the welfare. And remember, I talk about social protection yeah, in one of my pillar platforms. That's a major pillar. Yes, it's a major pillar, not only for my constituency, but it's also a major pillar for the country. So our team, Dominica, is dedicated to advancing gender affairs, and there will be no excuse for domestic violence. As a matter of fact, right now, I'm in St. Pete's attending a training for women's leadership role in governance. Wow. So, um, and we're dealing with transfor transformation, transformational leadership, good governance and government responsibilities, strategies for women, a winning campaign, of course, and communication skills for effective public and political leadership. That's the train I'm on today in St. Kitts, which is why I'm out of state. I'm, but I'm one of the... I'm very happy to hear the way that you... It's obvious that you've given thought to it and you, you're able to articulate your positions uh, so well. I, I, I hope that the Dominican population who are hearing you can can make the distinction between the type of politics, let's call it, that, that you're presenting to them, which is educational, which is informative, and what is coming from the other side. Um, I, I'm going to let you finish your thought, but I also I have a couple more questions for you, so go ahead and, and, and let's stop. Go ahead and continue your... But one of the things I want to mention, when I spoke about child maintenance, I mean, many times we, we, it's most times it's the dad that a mom is taken to court. It's always the male gender. And I think one of the things that we need to do, and not I think, one of the things that we will do, we will work with the fathers of these children because we recognize that it is not just our traditional method of caring for children. As a result, this is not just a method. We have to encourage fathers to take care for their children because no amount of money 
and court payments can take the place of bonds between a father and a child. And that is something that we need to look at. While it's true that you will ensure that a mom gets money for her child, there's that bond that is missing if the father is not involved. I think that is very important because if we look at it, my impression is that a lot of the young girls who get abused or, or who get molested as kids, a lot of them come from homes where there's not a father in the house. I think men have a little more respect for, for households where they know there is a man in the house. So even from that point of view, I, I, I think what you're saying is so important that while we hold men responsible, we also have to encourage their actual engagement in, um, in the raising and protecting of their, of their children and their families. And, and that is important. And, and then too many times in the, too many times when um, we get into our platforms, we, we speak about them, but we, we don't really go into detail. And what I want people to know is that under Team Dominica United Workers Party, these are some of the issues that we are going to deal with, the policies and the plans. But one, of the, one, one other segment that is not really spoken about, Tony, mm -hmm on the political platform, is children, our children, our future. Many times we go on the platforms and we talk about everything, healthcare, education, infrastructural, agriculture, and all of these we need to do. But most times we don't talk about our children, our future. These are the future leaders of tomorrow. And under a team, Dominica United Workers Party, Children will hold pride of place in the best place to live, the best place to work, and the best place to enjoy life, which is Dominica. So, go ahead if you have any questions. Yeah, you know, uh, after that type of presentation, I almost don't want to ask you that question because to me the answer is clear. But I, I wanted to give you the opportunity to, to make your case for the people to vote for you. Um, contrast yourself to, to the incumbent in your constituency and the type of representation that, that he has given to your community for the last period of time that he has been the representative and, and make your case. And while you're at it, um, because you're running within a party system, if you want, I'll give, also give you the opportunity to make the case between the leader of your party, who, who I guess you're proposing to be the next prime minister and the current, um, I hesitate to say the current leader of the government um, that we have, but 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 make make a case for your election. Why should people vote for you, and when the election is called rather than the incumbent? Okay, so why should people vote for me? People should vote for me because one, Team Dominica United Workers Party, we put people first, and that is very important. We are people centered. You want a leader who can sit in your living room, sit on your doorstep sits in your vehicle. You, you want somebody who's accessible. You want somebody who can take your concerns, your cares, and turn it into a policy and plan. Someone who's committed. Someone who's going to stick to it no matter what. And as you can see tonight, I stopped for it. We had internet issues. 
but I was determined to finish yeah, this interview. Even though you were traveling, you still maintained your appointment. I right. appreciate that very much. But most of all, you need somebody who's going to listen to people. And yes, I have listened to the ideas and the concerns and the joys and sorrows and disappointments of the people of the Petit Sovereign constituency. I have taken these ideas and I have turned them into platforms. And so what I want the people to know is that when they elect me into office, they won't be disappointed because I have listened to them. And I have taken all of the ideas and concerns and developed a plan to move the constituency forward. I'm accessible, I'm people-centered, I stick to it, attitude, that's me. And of course, once they do this, all of the plans and policies we've put in place, they are first, they are the ones who are gonna help me execute and keep me accountable. So what they see in me and what they know with me is that what I tell them is exactly what is going to happen. I'm not going to make promises. I'm not going to put pie in the sky. I'm not going to do this. What I am going to say is if they're looking for someone who's accountable, transparent, and honest, they should vote for me. If they're looking for someone after... 19 years of Dominican Labour Party, no one should be living on handouts. I am not telling you that everybody, that we don't have to have social programs in place, like I have highlighted some of them, but handouts is not any way to run an economy. I will empower our people with the necessary skills and training and resources and support that they need to move them from these dependent days to days of where they can earn their money. What will you In, do for the youth? What will you do for the youth of the constituency? Well, the youth of the constituency, we have several initiatives for the youth of the country. And one of them is we have technical and vocational education. We will have programs aimed at youth with disabilities because that is another segment that is not really spoken about. We speak about youth, but sometimes we have to understand that we have youth who are vulnerable. We have youth who may have a limb missing. We have youth who are not fully able to take care of themselves. But youth will be given, the priority will be given to youth with disabilities. We will also give priority to the youth to ensure that we have sporting programs, technical and vocational education programs, cultural industries. In my constituency, we have how many bands? We are the cultural, the South is the mecca of, the, of, of, of Dominica, cultural mecca of Dominica. So we believe that by capitalizing on programs in vocational training, we will be equipped to ensure that our young people are given the training that they need to get them from dependency days to better days. Awesome. I, 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 Rosanna, we, we're approaching the end of our time, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you made the time for us. I'm getting my, 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 my text is blowing up. Uh, my audience is very impressed with your eloquence. Um, a number of them said that it's so obvious that you prepared and, and that you, you spend time to study the issues and that is very impressive. And, and, and so we hope that, that, that your presentation tonight it will sufficiently impress them that that is a type of, of thoughtfulness 
That's the type of, of leadership that, that the country needs. And, and so while I wish you all the best, I want to give you the last couple of minutes that if there's anything that we have not spoken about or any other areas that you would like to emphasize? Well, um, I would like to put it to continue this, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, when we're all done with the session, women session, because there are some sectors I would like to go in, more in depth. For example, sports, which contributes to community identity, young people getting involved in sports, um, to ensure rich men and women of every age group. I would like to go more into my social protection plan because there are different segments under all of this in terms of health, education. So I think we've just touched a periphery of my discussion. Introduction. No, no, I will be. I will be delighted to have you back. I would be delighted to have you back. <laughs> so, so, I would like the opportunity to come back again, you know, as often as I can and as often as you will have me. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I, I really like the platform that you laid out tonight. So let's let's make a plan for you to come back. Let me get to your to your colleagues because it's a five week session. Yes, everybody. you have to do it. Yes. And then um, and then we'll certainly have you back. Um, mm -hmm. To to because because I I like I like the presentation that you make, and and you so many issues that that you highlighted and obviously have thought about in depth. And and you asked me a question about our leader, which I didn't I have not answered. No, so no. before I go into my closing um, mm -hmm. arguments, we have, um, we have about three more minutes. So go ahead. I would like to say that um, if you're looking for someone who's honest and capable, that is. Honorable Lennox Linton, transparent, ethical, you've got it. And, and, and to me, this is a man who's brought back so much money into our treasury. And that is another discussion for another day. But if you're looking for honest and capable government, good, transparent, and accountable government, you have to vote Tim Dominica, United Workers Party, led by Lennox, Honorable Lennox Linton. But um, in closing, I would like everyone to know that um, a Tim Dominica United Workers Party government will be strengthened by the voices and actions of we, the fabulous five women of workers. And we will ensure that venues are created for the equalization of educational opportunities, empowering our women to participate in governing bodies, legislative reform to increase focus on issues concerning women and children, and that is where we are heading to. And most important, we'll be looking at the other issues, like I said earlier on, healthcare, education. We will be reforming. We will be restoring livelihoods in Dominica, not only in my constituency. Of course, I give that priority because it's my constituency. But we will be restoring livelihoods around this country. So we will restore and bring prosperity back to the citizens of Dominica, respect and dignity to the citizens of Dominica. Nobody will have to be under a line in ministry looking for a cool out or a handout, having to leave their home. These days are going to be over soon. People are going to be empowered to earn a living that they will feel proud of. And of course, we're going to have programs, like I say, and policies to deliver the people.
people who are less fortunate and vulnerable who need assistance. But this will but be done in a dignified manner, Anthony. Nobody has to stand up on the ministry for 5 a.m., 6 a.m. looking to see a prime minister. And we will be accessible to our people. But the systems of government are in place to help the citizens of Dominica. Why should it be in the hands of one man? I agree. And there we have to leave it. I think it's a good place to leave it. Rosie or Rosanna, Miss Emmanuel, um, mm -hmm. I, I thank you for this um, very candid uh, and straightforward presentation that you made. And I will take you up on your, on your desire to come back. And we, we, we can deal with the issues, one or two of them at a time, and go in as much detail for an hour. Uh, as we can. So all the best. Continue your tr enjoy your training, your timings and kits, and um, all the best on the campaign. I, I hope you, to have you back before the election. Um, and after the election as well. And of course, after the election. <laughs> okay. So thank you. Yes, so much. thank you. So I want to tell everybody you know, to vote for Tim Dominica, vote United Workers Party, vote for the SAW, vote for Rosie, vote for all of the candidates, and good night. God bless every one of you for listening, and God bless our beautiful country. Have and, a good night, Tony. And blessings to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Good night. Good night. Good yeah. night. And listeners, there you had it. I told you this was going to be a really exciting conversation. Um, Rose, Rosie gave so much, such a good representation of herself and of Team Dominica. I, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> we look at what happens on the other side and, um, and we scratch our heads. Um, the difference of, of people who come to you with respect, and so therefore they, they look to inform and educate you, as opposed to the other, another side that's coming to Coming with, I don't know what, um, smoke and mirrors, entertainers, um, alcohol, um, fanfare, uh, like a show, like a show. Uh, and so what Dominica needs now is substance. Substance, not straw, substance. And, and if, if what we had from, from Rosie tonight is an example of that, um, there's Tim Dominica really has a, 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 a very good um, showing. Next week, next week Wednesday, my guest will be Ernie, um, Ernie Lawrence, who is who is going to represent the Casabras constituency. She's a candidate for United Workers Party in the Casabras constituency, so she's the next person up next week Wednesday, and. Um, more, more of the fabulous five, um, the wow, women of workers. Uh, so we have Ernie Lawrence, um, Miss, Mrs. Ernie, uh, Ernie Lawrence next week. Um, she's going to, to talk to us about her, again, her vision, her aspirations for, for the Casabras constituency, her role that she see herself playing in the development of Dominica. Uh, as part of the next government. And the week after that, we, we have Miss Francisca Joseph from the Lapland constituency. Then we have Monel Williams on the 30th. And we've rescheduled Miss Annette Samford 
to to take take up the, the you know to bring it home. Miss Annette Stanford will be on the sixth of November. So so it's an exciting five weeks, and during that time we'll be going through the independence celebration of Dominica when we are at our most patriotic self. And so I would implore you to put country first and make sure that whenever the election is called, but as you listen and you try to make up your mind as to who you should vote for, put everything aside. Party affiliation, put that aside. Look at the candidates before you and vote for the best candidate, the person who's coming to you with more substance, the person who's coming to you with respect, with more education. And vote for, vote for that, vote for the person who, whose vision as they outline it, is more in line with what you would like to see for yourself, your family, and your country. So with that, I want to say thank you so much for staying tuned. We went a little over. We had some challenges. Um, Rosie is in St. Kitts on a training for, for women in leadership. So, so you can see these are people who are interested in educating and developing their own self and their minds so that they can better represent their people. And it's apparently the hotel that she was, that she is staying at. Um, the internet is not at the best quality. And so we had a few challenges, but we overcame them and we stuck with it and, and, and we had a good first half. We had a, a good last half. And I don't know if we have two halves, what we had in the middle. Um, but I, I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. Don't forget on Sunday at 7.30 p.m., on this week in interview as well as on um, Life 101 radio. There is um, the premiere of season two of Redemption Road. Excited, excited about that. Uh, also, remember all these programs are on podcasts. So if you go to this week in uh, tdnradio.net and you click on the podcast, you can replay all of the, all of the shows that we, that we've had. You, and if you missed anyone, or I encourage you to go because when I listen to it, I, there's so much that I, I, every time, there's so much more that I get from the conversations. So I encourage you to go and, and tune in to, to the podcast. Um, what else? On Friday, FYI Fridays, we from Sam from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time. Sam does the uh, show. And I usually call in um, sometime during the second hour, between 11 and 12, and we talk about issues. I get to be on the other side of the mic. And so um, my thoughts um, can be expressed a little more liberally. Um, and, and, and so I encourage you to, to, to tune in for that. But this weekend interview is a production of tdnradio.net. I want to thank uh, my producer and engineer, Sam. I want to thank you, the listener, for staying in. Um, and staying tuned and locked in. Uh, thanks for the interaction. Thanks for the suggested questions. And um, let's do this. Women of Workers, our WOW series. Have a good night. Have a great weekend. We do this again next week, Wednesday. <laughs>